Story Q Podcast, Episode 17. Since its successful launch in 2006, Dennis Michael Sherman's line of five seasonings and three sauces has won more than 60 awards at juried competitions around the country, from well-respected organizations such as the National Barbecue Association, the Fiery Foods Challenge, and the Best in Barbecue. The top-selling seasonings are Pixie Dust and Chick Magnet, and the best-selling sauces are Sweet and Spicy and Mesquite Madness, although the entire line enjoys a legion of fans from coast to coast. Dennis Michael Sherman discovered authentic barbecue while traveling to Texas and Mexico as a college student. In the 30-plus years since that introduction, Denny Mike has nurtured his passion, and in 2002, he opened Denny Mike's Smokehouse Barbecue in Delhi in Old Orchard Beach, Maine. Today, Denny Mike meticulously crafts his line of premium sauces and seasonings as versatile enhancers, ideal for both indoor and outdoor cooking. Whether customers prefer seasonings or sauces, the company motto still holds true. One taste is all it takes. The Story Q Podcast is proud to welcome Dennis Michael Sherman, better known to the barbecue world as Denny Mike. Denny Mike, thanks much. Appreciate you coming on the Story Q Podcast. Happy to be with you, Frank. Thanks for uh, having me on. Well, it is our honor. We're always looking for uh, people who are influential in the barbecue business. And uh, this week I was thinking of who can I call at kind of the last minute because it's the holidays. And I ran across your website, which I absolutely love. And I thought Denny Mike would be perfect for this. So here we are. And here we are, and I'm happy to be here. When did you get first bitten by the barbecue bug? Well, I'll tell you, it uh, hit me back in, I would have to say, around the early 70s in uh, the uh, Houston area, Texas. I was uh, introduced to uh, dry rub, uh, Texas-style dry rub barbecue, uh, uh, having gone to school uh, at the uh, University of the Americas in Cholula, Puebla, uh, Mexico. So I became good friends with uh with a guy from uh, that area, Houston, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. You kind of jumped in with both feet on well, all this. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know, is a, of course you've heard the expression, it's a good thing I didn't know uh, then what I know now. Uh-huh. You know, because I did to have a damn the torpedoes kind of approach and say, you know, I can do this, and I really feel like I kind of want to do this, and I'm glad that I did ultimately do it. It was a lot of fun, uh, you know, kind of, well, I say fun. I mean, it was a whole package of that four-letter word called life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you get the whole measure. You get the anxiety. You get the, you know, do they love me? Uh, how do you make, uh, how do you, you know, stay in this business? How do you develop any type of presence? Uh, it's a, you know, and some of your questions uh, were such, I'll answer this one is saying, how do you, what could I say to for someone that wanted to get into this business? Um, it's a, it's a business where you've got to have conviction about what you've got first and foremost. If mm-hmm. you've got a product that you think is market worthy, then I say go for it. Okay. But be ready, be ready for some serious, uh, you know, uphill, uh, push. Uh, you've got to have a lot of wherewithal, you've got to have a lot of determination and pluck, and then it comes down to luck. Now, unfortunately, 
the new players that are coming into this game are finding a vastly different um, um, arena than I even found 10 years ago. There's uh, the, the number of players has grown a hundredfold. Everybody and their uncle and their cousin and their sister-in-law thinks they've got a sauce or a seasoning uh, that they can that they should produce and, and will sell. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, you and the zillion other people that are trying to do it are going after a very small pie. Uh-huh. It's a very tough game, and uh, it's you know, but it's something that if you like a, a challenge, you think that what you've got is 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 you know worthy of everybody else you know against everybody else out there. Then I say, come on, come on in. The water's fine. You jumped in with a whole line of products, and I just wanted to ask you about a couple of names because they're uh, they're very catchy, very original. Who came up with the names of Pixie Dust and Chick Magnet? Yeah, boy, don't I get asked that more than once. Uh, <laughs> and I love uh, you know responding to the question. Pixie Dust was one. I think that I want to take a little bit of credit for that one because I needed something that had a sense of it, the the you know the universality of of the seasoning itself. It's what you know what I referred to as my magic mojo. Uh, it's really just one of those seasonings that is good on everything from pickled. I mean, I'm sorry, um, uh, grilled pineapple spears to um, to uh, scallops uh, to uh, burgers and ch- everything. So it was my you know my really that magical, I needed some magical frame, frame of reference. Interestingly enough, of course, Pixie Dust comes from really Disney and um, Tinkerbell and all of this, sure. and you know, sprinkle some Pixie Dust, and what is it? You stay a kid forever, or you, you can fly? I can't even remember what it is. I think it's all of the but above. It is, and so I actually went kind of stayed under the radar for a few years because I didn't really want to get anybody's feathers ruffled. But I've since uh, actually gotten the trademark for Pixie Dust, which I have to say I share with Disney. They own Pixie Dust for glitter, and I own Pixie Dust for seasoning. Wow. So at some point in time, wouldn't I love to see if I couldn't get my Pixie dust on their French fries. <laughs> yeah, but you would like that. that <laughs> but anyway, that would Pixie, be that's that's where Pixie dust kind of got the uh, get the start. And Chick Magnet was more of a construct, I think, with my uh, my graphic design team just playing a little trick on me. Um, there, the the original graphic had it that there was a, ch- a little chick uh, broken out of an egg. And it's the little uh, balloon uh, um, comment that said, chicks dig it, okay? Mm -hmm. So it was chick magnet, and it's like I've spent the last 10 years laughing and trying to defend that and trying to say, look, I just suggest you sprinkle a little bit on your shoulders, walk down the street and see what happens. (laughs) I may have to order a bottle of that for myself just based on that alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we love playing with the stuff too, Frank. You know, and I like to say the stuff's all cute and pretty and this and that, but believe me, we're serious in the package. 
Oh, you yeah. know, and it's, yeah. uh, you know, pr- the products have actually, uh, you know, been tested over the years. I'm, I've been very fortunate to have won awards all over the country for my stuff. I'm really pleased to be able to, you know, call, you know, talk, you know, consider all these heavy weights of barbecue friends of mine uh, out on the circuit from the pit masters and Tuffy Stone and, um, and uh, yeah, Myron Mixon and I mean uh, all of these guys and the whole barbecue game itself has been so enriching and so uh, you know just uh, special that you know if somebody wants as I say I'm not going to discourage anybody from trying to you know develop something uh, certainly of their own that, uh, you know, can express their entrepreneurship. And I say, come on in. This barbecue game is, is fun. It's, uh, it's social. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be around for a long time to come. Yeah, thankfully for that. Got a quick question for you about, um, about on your spices. And I know that you're in the Whole Foods, uh, you're in Whole Foods stores up in the, uh, the great Northeast. How tough was it for you to get into a major chain like Whole Foods? Well, I'll tell you, it was, um, it's, it's very difficult. And uh, even more so than when I originally uh, entered because there were a lot fewer players. I was very fortunate in that. Whole Foods had just opened a store in Portland, Maine, and I had gone in with, I believe at the time, I only had like one sauce, my original sweet and spicy sauce, mm-hmm. and they, I had somehow found the right guy, and this is what it takes, the right person. Uh, he was actually the meat manager, the meat team leader there, who said, I will be willing to, you know, take a shot with you because, you know, of course, Whole Foods even back then was encouraging local. And, uh, of course, their uh, marketing attitude was that they wanted to, you know, kind of ingratiate themselves into the local market. So it worked out from that standpoint, certainly for me and ultimately for them because we've since developed a great relationship together. But very difficult. I think the 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 um, the that and having gotten into Hannaford's, which is a division of Del Hayes, which is now where even that's where the 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 heavyweights run really even more than Whole Foods really. Del Hayes and Ahold are just uh, thrown together. You probably you're probably aware of this big um, um, consolidation in the you know, grocery game. Uh, that's a, those are, uh, European companies that they actually own Food Lion and Albertsons and this and that and okay. Stop and Shop. There's a, a whole host of, uh, retail. But anyway, that's a more difficult, uh, entree. We may take Publix, take any one of them, uh, uh, Piggly Wiggly, you name them, uh, Harris Teeter, out your way, probably what, uh, um, Oh, uh, who did you have out there? Uh, uh, Q, uh, I want to say Well, something. I'm from, uh, anyway. I'm based in Colorado. We're actually, I'm actually doing this podcast from uh, Ukiah, California, but I'm based out oh, of Colorado, okay. and our big chain out there is Kroger. Right, and Kroger, of course, is one of those that uh, are the biggest and, um, and, uh, and a heck of a player. 
Uh, in fact, uh, given, uh, you know, Whole Foods fits uh, because of, uh, you know, their, uh, uh, um, uh, how should I say, their, their ability to pivot uh, onto this specialty food and, uh, and, and organic uh, part of the game. And uh, they're really, uh, you know, giving Whole Foods a run for their money because uh, the way, with their volume, uh, you know, they're certainly able to control, uh, you know, uh, pricing. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, to to a great extent, but anyway, getting back to the difficulty of of getting into these retailers, it's it, you know it's a process. I mean, these guys, especially this category, Frank, I caution anybody that's just coming into it. I need to say this: the 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 buyers, the category buyers, are so inundated with seasoning, new new rubs, new sauces, this and that, and they are so chock-a-block full that they can't take any more products in. Yeah. Whole Foods in Florida, I'm in Whole Foods from Maine to Mississippi. Now, Florida is a, is a region by itself. I'll give you this for an example. When I, appro- when I approached, and I, even I, who were in, I'm in, uh, you know, 200 Whole Foods stores, had to basically take a number, get in line, and say, I would, I, I, I request that you consider bringing me in. Well, in fact, of course, I've got, you know, kind of better access than most. And they declined saying that the category is so full wow. that they can't handle what's on the shelf right now. So, you know, they're saying, look, we've got four or five good products on the shelf right now. We'd have to take one of those off in order to bring yours in, okay? Now, would you want us to do that to you? You know, if you were on the shelf, and did you, would you want that pressure and that, you know, lack of loyalty and so on and so forth? You know, there's a whole bigger game going out there when it's, yeah. uh, you know, you're talking about who, you know, how do you get in and how do you stay in? It's amazingly difficult. Well, based on all the stores you've got your products in, all the awards that you've won, I don't think you're going to have a problem staying in stores and getting new ones to come online with your stuff. Frank, it's a it's it's an every day I wake up, I am saying, who do I have to reach out to and a show my support for the brand, okay, and yeah. b request their consideration of my uh, of bringing my brand in, and then how how much support can I promise them? Mm-hmm. Okay, while at the same time saying okay, and not only that, but then how can I figure out how many other ways or how many other areas can I sell my product and promote my product? I'm in the food service now, selling to restaurants, selling to universities and hospitals and things like that. You know, that bulk business is great. Whole Foods uses my stuff in bulk. They put me in the meat cases and, you know, I provide them with labels and say, yes, it's made with Benny Mike's and then they take the retail home and so on and so forth. Uh, every step of the game, somebody's going to be in your pocket. Somebody's going to be saying, I got more money than you and I got more staying power than you and I'm going to cut price until you're not on the shelf anymore. So <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a continuum, okay? But if you have the product, if you have the quality, if you have that, um, 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 
reach, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. that awareness that it, it is so critically important. I mean, heck, I've been at it for 10 years now, Frank. I've, I feel like I'm only now getting to a point where I have some awareness in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go places from here to almost, uh, you know, San Jose and say, oh, yeah, I tried you, I'd buy you, and so on and so forth. But I'll tell you. I mean, uh, for anybody that tried, tries to do it wherever they are, they either have to have very, very uh, um, deep uh, resources, you know, and hopefully they're tied into someone who's got some background in the business or owns a bunch of stores and knows somebody that does. You know, otherwise than that, I'll tell you, you Stonewall Kitchen did it uh, 30 years ago, and I give them credit, uh, all the credit in the world for having built the business that they did over from, uh, you know, doing uh, tabletop, uh, you know, know, farmer's uh, um, uh, markets on the weekends, you know, uh, just in the same town I'm from, York, Maine, Stonewall Kitchen's a $60 million company. Every one of us would love to say we'd love to be the next Stonewall Kitchen. Hmm. I'll bet. Hey, I, I know you're a busy guy. There's only an inch. No, I know you're a busy guy. I wanted to yeah, honor your. I want to honor your time. Um, how can people who don't live in the Maine to Mississippi area get hold of your products? Is the website the best place to go? And if it is, why don't you give us the web address? Yeah, thank you for asking. It's DennyMikes.com. D-E-N-N-Y-M-I-K-E-S dot com. And uh, you can always reach me, Denny, at DennyMikes.com. I'm happy to respond to any uh, requests. I do have uh, uh, Facebook presence uh, or someone at least taking care of Facebook for me. Uh, so any uh, type in uh, Twitter and so on and so forth. Uh, um, yeah, I'm one of the old timers, so I'm a little bit, uh, you know, still uh, Facebook uh, averse and so on and so forth. But I am represented, and, and I'm happy to respond. And uh Yes, uh, available on online. Um, uh, let's see, and soon to be. And then, of course, if you're in Europe, I'm over, and I've got a distributor in Germany who's got oh my in, goodness, uh, you know, half a dozen. I mean, a dozen countries now. You're worldwide. So yeah, we're worldwide. I can say it. I mean, with <laughs> yeah. no equivocation, we are worldwide. Well, I congratulate you on your success. Um, you and I almost bumped into each other at the National Barbecue Association uh, seminar and conference down in Austin, and I think it was 2008 or 2009, but I know there's another one yeah. coming up, and this, really? is, this is what gave me the idea to call you, is I got an email from the National Barbecue Association promoting the upcoming conference in March down in Jacksonville, Florida, and you did a video encouraging people to go to that, so... I thought, you know, what's the best way to end this is to give a plug for the NBBQA. And, and I, know, I know you're going to be there because you have to be there to accept the truckload of awards you're going to win. <laughs> I love the NBBQA. They're, they're, they're family, and I'm, you know, pleased to uh, have been, uh, you know, have served on the board of directors with them. I can't, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm absolutely pumped. Uh, with what they have to offer, uh, always uh, anybody. And, and in fact, that's I appreciate your, your your bringing that up, Frank. Because any of your listeners or, or your your followers 
uh, should know that the National Barbecue Association is all about the business of barbecue, and I would not have or be where I am without the knowledge and the, the, the experience that was shared from them to me in any way, shape, or form. Did I need to know how they cooked stuff, how they held stuff, uh, how they marketed it, who made their labels, you name it. They will help you. So if anybody really thinks they want to do this, the best resource I could uh, ever suggest is the National Barbecue Association, nbbqa.org. And please uh, don't be afraid to reach out to them. They and to me. I would be happy to help anyone that had any questions about how to proceed uh, I will share anything I know about this business. Well, it's a great organization. They've got their annual conference coming up in, of all places, Jacksonville, Florida, in March. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be a great time, and uh, I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, so do I, Frank. And I appreciate you having me. And been uh, all the best to all your um, followers and. Uh, and uh, all the best for the happiest of uh, 2016. Well, that's our show for today and our first show of the new year. From all of us at StoryQ Magazine, we want to say thank you for being our friend in the past year. And we want you to know that we wish you the best new year ever. And we will try to make it the best new year ever as far as StoryQ Magazine and the StoryQ Podcast goes. Before I sign off, I want to remind you that if you're not a subscriber to StoryQ Magazine, you can kick off 2016 as our newest subscriber. Just go to StoryQ.com right now and click on the subscription button and you'll begin 2016 by getting all of the best in the world of barbecue. And remember, most of the stories and recipes in StoryQ magazine come from average everyday backyard barbecuers like you and me. That's what makes StoryQ so unique. So check us out, won't you? I'm Frank Erickson, reminding you that I'll be back on January 15th with another edition of the StoryQ podcast. Until then, have a great time. And God bless my friend.